0: So last one was 83? Our last one, yeah, with uh, Izzy and Solo. That's crazy. You're at 84 already. Yeah, bro. It's wild. Wild, wild, wild. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the half Core Podcast. This is episode 84, and my shit is tripping. Okay, got a special guest, got a brother, you know what I'm saying? Got a, you know one of the coldest barbers in the goddamn oh, game, man. you know what I'm saying? Cold-ass <laughs> photographer as well. Man can do it all, man We got David Vargas in the goddamn building What's up, what's up? You got the, you got the applause and everything, bro What's good with you, bro? Shit, I've just been kicking and grinding, bro
1: just Yeah, trying to work on myself, work on my relationship I practically have kids, I got three dogs So that's like a full-time job
0: I like to say the same, bro Bro, I got me a little dog and shit So it's like, yeah, they're, I
1: feel you They're blessings, bro I always tell people, like, because people ask me, like How do you get your dogs to, like, obey you so bro, much? Bro, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, I, like a lot of people think that like I'm a trainer, but it's crazy because like I've learned so much through my dogs, like mm-hmm. my dogs in a sense kind of train me and I'm really grateful that I actually, cause like I said, I'm, I said in the past uh, podcast, I used to be by myself, like mm-hmm. I lived by myself. So now I'm with uh, a companion and then I got my three dogs and I'm like, damn, I'm having to learn patience. I'm having to learn how to shift my lifestyle a little bit mm-hmm. and like my patience level has
0: gotten so good because of my dogs, because. Cause at first they're all reckless. They're fucking shit up. They're kids, and, bro. and you have to be like, understand like yeah. I get pissed, right? You fucking, they bite, let's say your shoe or whatever. Oh, like man. fuck. They're like little two year olds, man. It's yeah. crazy
1: because I tell people, I'm like, my dog's training me. Like my dog, it from the moment it's a puppy it's going to start doing reckless shit. Like it's mm-hmm. just going to get into whatever it wants to get into. They're just curious in- individuals but you really start to notice that they each have personalities and it makes it such a beautiful thing because, you know, a lot of people, they try to like play with your dog and they're like, oh, it's having fun. But it's crazy because a dog just knows love. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all a dog knows. So like That's all it knows. So like when you're training it, you start to see the excitement that it likes to work with you. It's not even about throwing a ball. No, if it's like going on a walk or teaching it how to sit, it's like having a time of its mm-hmm. life because... It knows that you're spending time with them.
0: My my dog fucking loves the car rides and shit. Oh, bro. As soon as he knows, like, I get the leash and shit, and he's, like, all happy and excited and shit, and, like, he'll get in the car, jump in that motherfucker, and just go crazy. Yeah, bro. It's, yeah. You're right, bro. It's crazy. I didn't even think about it in that scale of, like, patience and, like. No, yeah. So, like, my dog taught me
1: patience. Like, I mean, I already had somewhat patience, but they gave me even more patience, and then, It's something that, like, you spend a whole week teaching your dog how to sit. And Mm -hmm. then after you're done teaching them how to sit and it's already, like, muscle memory to them, you introduce the next thing. And my dog, like, today I was training her because I was at the house doing little things around. And uh, I was teaching her how to, like, how to stay, like, in the spot until Mm -hmm. I told her to move. So, like, our word for her, to like, to actually get up and move around is break. So I would tell her, like, hey, sit down
0: and she would so just, that comes to repetition, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Because I'm trying to get my dog to where I put the treat on top of his head and he stays still. That's the hardest thing. because That's like, hard. And the mornings when I, because I feed him every morning, and I put the food, and I had to train him like you're going to sit down and wait until I pour this food, and when I tell you to go, you go get it. Yeah. And that it was a process. Damn, them boys going crazy. <laughs> um. So it was a process, and now it's like okay, every morning he knows he has to sit down, and then. When I say go, he'll go and get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I tell people, too, like when you're training them,
1: they really don't know what you're saying. It's kind of like it's a signal that lets them eat, that lets Mm -hmm. them sit. Like it's just little signals that they catch on to. They don't know about conversations. They just grasp key words that they know ends up with Mm -hmm. the result. So, like, it's crazy because, like, with my dog, it's the same thing. She knows she can't eat until I tell her to eat. But, I mean, since she was a puppy, that was, like, one of the easiest things for me to teach her. Like, she was so food-driven, so I think Mm -hmm. she was like, damn, I just need to, like, chill out, and then he's going to let me eat. And, now it's the craziest thing ever. And now we go to the dog park, and it's crazy because people are like, man, like, your dogs are, like, crazy. Like, they're smart. I'm like, I didn't even have – really, I just built a communication system. That's it. Like, Mm. we're just getting to know each other.
0: It's repetition. Yeah. Yeah. But, like,
1: every morning – out here like the cages of the cause I keep her in a kennel cause like I felt like sleeping with them they gotta know that's that's like the alpha's den like that's the alpha's room like you don't get to sleep with the alpha mm-hmm. so like I put her in her kennel at night and it's crazy like 7 in the morning she's like not even barking she's just hitting her cage because she knows I'm gonna wake up and like 7 a.m. I'm taking her out to the bathroom and then like, she's
0: like alright cool let's go back inside wow yeah it's crazy so, bro yeah they know <laughs> shit and it's like, yeah, it's wild, bro. I, I definitely feel like that does teach you how to be a parent. And you can be like, it's not the same, but it gives you that, like, path. For to, sure. Because at the end of the day, that's all they want is attention and shit. Oh, so. yeah, most definitely. Like, I, I was somebody that was like, yeah, I can't wait to have kids.
1: But then I have, like, I have the dogs, and I'm like, Bro, like if, I, to have, have a kid. Yeah, if like, I have a kid, <laughs> yeah, if I have a, like if these, if these, these dogs just like run around and like mess it up. I'm like, imagine having a kid. that's gonna be grabbing tablets, like the fridge. It's gonna be in everything. I'm like, nah. I think I would love to have a kid, but I'm like,
0: I'd rather just chill for now. Yeah, because yeah. sure, with the kid is more. It's a full time. instead yeah. of part time. Because the dogs, you can you know leave them out in the backyard for a couple of hours. Yeah, you, you know. Uh, but with the kid that's the the fuck
1: that's a whole different ballgame i don't even and i give so much respect to parents like even now that i like since i cut hair like i've built relationships with kids and stuff and i'm just like damn some of these kids i'm like man
0: i give so much respect to these parents because these kids are a handful and parenting is one like consistent commitment of like you know make sure your kid has discipline. Like when you go to a retail store, like he's not running around knocking shit. And like, you know, you like when you tell me stop it and they stop it. Like all that shit is just a very, like it's a commitment and it's like, it can be draining and shit. It's a full-time job, you know?
1: Yeah. And if you think about it, like we're really just kids raising kids. Like, I don't know too many adults that got to figure it out. Like I, I know way more adults that are trying to figure out, Mm -hmm. figure it out than people that already got it figured out. So, like, really, you're like in charge of a kid, and you're like, damn, one day I'm a, like, I'm literally raising him to be an adult one day. It's wild, bro. And I'm like,
0: I don't even know how to be an adult yet. It's fucking wild, bro. <laughs> I'm 28, bro, and I'm still trying to figure this shit out, bro. And when I was 20, I would always say, like, at 20, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna be made. It's like, man. It's hard, bro. It's, uh, yeah.
1: And I tell, and, and that's something too that I've kind of like grasped my attention on, and I'm kind of like, man. I think everybody gets a shot In their lifetime It's just a matter if You're gonna take that shot Mm -hmm. Like We all get that opportunity But some people sleep on it Because of comfort But like The whole raising a kid And the kid ended up Like becoming an adult There's like so many parents That are like They're raising their kid But like by the time They're like 13, 14 They're like He knows what the fuck he's doing Mm -hmm. But I'm like bro No he doesn't Like your kid does not know What the fuck he's doing
0: (laughs) It happens Yeah uh, And I don't know, bro. It's just, it is draining. It is like all this shit just yeah. trying to figure life out. It's just like, damn, what the fuck? You know, and, and yeah, it's, it's wild. Because you got
1: to think about it. Like even in situations where like, let's say people are doctors, firefighters, mm-hmm. uh, engineers, we all started in the same spot. We were all babies at one point. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that are criminals. And there's some people that are like highly successful people. There's some people that are like, Stuck at their jobs, slave to their jobs. And there's some people that live life so free.
0: You know what I mean? That's the code I'm trying to crack.
1: And it's so, it's crazy. It's like, and really we're all running in a system and the system, it's not designed for us. It's it's designed against us. Like, Mm -hmm. so really we're trying to figure out something that's against us. And it's kind of like, it's a tricky thing because we're constantly like getting grasped back with things that stress us, depress us. We're like, damn, we want to go travel, but fuck, we got these bills. Like, there's so many things that we want to do, but the systems that holds us back. And really, I mean, it comes down to discipline too, because I know plenty of people are successful and they're young, but it's just because they had that
0: discipline in them. Lack of knowledge too can be a big one, right? Because if yeah. we let us our brains get programmed to what they want to, mm-hmm. you know, what they want us to see and shit. Like, they make it easy for us to be in debt. Super easy. And Super they easy. make it normal. Like, oh, get this $50,000 car. Payments are as low as this. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shit. That's what I was talking to uh, Chad. He's one of the investors. For yeah, shout out, out to Chad. Yeah, yeah,
1: shout out to Chad. He's a really good guy for the community. He, he looks out for people. But I was talking to Chad because Chad was like, if you were to open a barber uh, a barber college, what would be the first thing you teach? I'm like, financial literacy, bro. And then he was like, why so? I'm like, I know so many barbers that make so much money, but they're in the same position they were 10 years ago. And I'm starting to catch myself in that situation. I'm like, man, I was making so much money, but the fact that I had so much money and nobody ever taught me how to play with mm-hmm. money, I'm still in the same spot. So I'm like, there's so many people in society that make so much money,
0: but they don't know how to move forward because they've never had somebody teach them. And I was At talking- that point, what they do is like, they'll- Based on the money that they make, they adjust their lifestyle to it. So I'm making this much so I can go and buy this. I can go yeah. and do this. I can, and they, they don't find ways to, like, make that money work for them Correct. And level up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's true, bro. It's true what you say. They're in the game 10 years and, you know.
1: And they're in the same spot. And that's why I was talking to one of the barbers. I was like, what's one of your goals? And then he was like, you know, one of my goals is to have a house and have 10 racks. And I was like, 10 racks looks hard to you because you've never hung out with people that had 10 racks. You've been around people that have been trying to live the same lifestyle as you. I was like, I didn't start leveling up until I I started hanging out with people that had 10 racks. Until I knew people that started having 20 racks. And now I'm around people that have like millions and I'm like, all right, now's my time to shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in a group now where literally I just have to shut my mouth and just listen the whole time because obviously they know something I don't. And this is an opportunity for me to just grasp. Like I know guys that are 23 that are like already in their millions, but it's not that they're just in millions, but their work ethic is just way higher. Like their bills are higher. Their, their company's generating so much. Their company has to spend so much. They have to meet a certain quote. And I'm like, man, these dudes are 23 years old, but they're, they got their shit down. They're not just living, making this money and just blowing it. No, they're, they're generating it
0: it's work ethic and discipline bro i think that's the most important thing and uh we all at a certain point you know started something and then just fell off you know because of life and situation Comfort. comfort and those people that are up there are the ones that did like you know fuck that shit i'm gonna grind this shit out i'm gonna do this shit every day and you know it's in a way, they're kind of like fucking psychopaths and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, they were locked in, like Kobe Bryant, fucking one of the greats. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker was at the first one in the gym, last Last one to leave. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, fucking, you know, I mean, you see Drake, he's always looking for ways to evolve and fucking find a new sound, hop on somebody's track and like, and I think that's what really separates people is the, the, the discipline.
1: And it's crazy because in the entertainment in the t- entertainment industry, like sports and music and all that, I've really been these past couple months. I've been kind of like really deep in dipping deep in perspective. And they're like, and I can't really live the shoes they live in, but I try to put myself in a situation. And I'm like, damn. Like, let's say with athletes, they depend on that shit their whole life. Like growing up, they're like. This is my only ticket out. That's why so many baseball players now are from like the Dominican Republic. They're from Puerto Rico, Venezuela. It's because that's all they know. And that's the only thing that can get them to another position that they could help their family, help themselves out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their ticket. And I have buddies that are in the league. Uh, I'm not going to say their names just because I don't want them to get any like backlash or anything. But one of my buddies was talking to one of my buddies in the league and he was telling him like, hey, like when you went to the draft for the NFL, like how was it? And my buddy was expecting like for them to be like, oh, it was badass. But he was like, bro, I felt like a slave. And then he was like, what you mean? He was like, yeah, bro, like they were seeing how much we weighed. We were up there just in our boxers. They were checking our wingspan, how high we could jump, how fast we could run. He was like, it's modern day slavery, bro. He was like, they added one one more game to the NFL season. He was like, and the owners of the teams and the arenas, they're going to make millions, but we're not going to get paid any extra for that extra game, yet that extra game could jeopardize our career. And I was just like, damn, like. Really, like, athletes live, like, puff, puppet lifestyles. Like, they have to live to their owner's standards and shit. And that's, like, a really sad realization.
0: Yeah, you're right on that. You can look at it in that perspective. It's just, like, you know what you're signing up for, you know? Like, oh, yeah. it, there's a price for everything, right? For sure. You know, you want to be – your passion is music, for example. You know, you know you're going to be a puppet. So, it's something, like, I guess – a lot of people, especially in the music shit, when you're an upcoming artist, you don't realize it until you get up there where it's like, "Oh shit, this is not what I thought." I thought I was just gonna be torn making music, but no, I gotta, you know, I gotta like portray an image. I'm not. I gotta say, go to this interview and say this instead of being who I really want to be. And that's when you realize shit that like it ain't, it ain't yeah. sweet or the grass ain't green on that side. You know what I'm saying? So, and it, I was it's a-, a lot. My bad for cutting knew, you off, I
1: but I was a—I uh, was actually watching a, uh, I was—I was listening to a podcast today of a uh, Michaela Michaela Peterson. I think you've heard of her, but uh, she was interviewing the author of Forty Eight Laws of Power, mm-hmm. and he was the one that was helped. Who's author? I forgot his name, but he helped uh, Fifty Cent write uh, Fifty mm-hmm. Laws of Power, and when he was talking to Fifty Cent, he asked him. He was like. He asked him a question about his past life, and he was like, I lived a hard past life. He was like, but I could tell you that none of the shit I went through, like growing up in New York, prepared me for the shit I saw in the music industry. He was like, the music industry is like fucked. And then he was like, damn, like, it's crazy how we could live one lifestyle thinking it's so bad, and then we move up in life, and we think it's going to be way much better, but There's just there's shit there too that Mm -hmm. that's going to fuck us up. That's going to psychologically have us thinking shit. And that's when I was like, damn, like you really got to prepare yourself, not just physically, but mentally for every state that you advance in life. Mm. And that's one thing I told myself, too. I was like, if I move up, like I have to start taking care of my mental state too. Like I that's can't important. yeah, I can't just be fucking around and like fucking off whenever I want. No, like this is all investment. Like I gotta make sure I invest my time in something that I'm gonna reap benefits. Make sure I invest myself fully to something that's good and not try to fuck off. Cause that little temporary could fuck up your whole permanent. And is mm-hmm. it worth it? It's
0: not. Yeah, that's true, bro. I think the Like, the mental side of things is very important. Making sure you're there mentally and shit. That way you can know where you want to put your time and effort and just go full throttle. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, But, yeah, bro. I mean, going back to, you know, the barber thing, what is David doing to level up?
1: So, I always tell people, like, I love cutting hair, but it's not something I want to retire doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now I am trying to search different avenues of how to make more income or just another source of income to add on for now, but it's like, I was talking to Chad, I was telling Chad, I was like, this is just a stepping stone for me, like cutting hair, I'm so grateful for all the opportunity it's brought me, like I've met so many people that are willing to help me out because of barbering, I've met the most generous, genuine people through cutting hair, like I've had some of the deepest conversations cutting hair, and really that's where a lot of the wisdom that I've learned is through cutting hair, because The days that I woke up thinking, damn, my life is fucking tough or shit. My childhood was shit. I could be cutting up somebody that's smiling, but he tells me about his childhood and I'm like... It's worse. It's way worse. And I'm like, really? I just need to start watering my grass, bro.
0: Like, it's brown
1: because I'm letting it be brown, but... We tend
0: to complain a lot, bro. That's the fucking thing about us. And, like, you know, we just find any way to complain about shit and not look at what we have and be grateful for, you know... That we got roof, we got food on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people got it way worse, bro. People, there's some way people can't, worse. can't walk. There's they can't see, you know, and they're more grateful. And you know what I'm saying? It's just like shit. Like we yeah. just need to fucking stop, shut our mouth, and just do shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said, start, you know, going to work and shit. So yeah, that's definitely a good one, bro.
1: And I think we just gotta like really reflect on not just the negative shit that's going on in our life. Like we we tend to not reflect on the positive shit that's going on in our life. Like, I have a buddy, I was talking to one of my buddies, and his buddy got in a motorcycle wreck, mm-hmm. and now he's he's paralyzed. And I was like, that's crazy how his life changed, like, in, in, a, a, second. in a second. And he was doing something he loved, like, he was riding a motorcycle. Fuck. And I was telling my, my buddies, like, dude, if I was in that situation, I would, like, it kind of made me want to ride a wheel, like, now, saying, like, if I'm ever in a state where I can't walk no more, like... Don't even try to bring me back But I'm like That's some Selfish ass shit to do Like There's people that love me Like why would I do that And then I was thinking To myself too Like there's people That are blind There's people that are deaf And they're living happy
0: lives yeah. And I'm over here Talking about like Fuck that Pull the plug like, the Fuck I don't know bro I don't know <laughs> That's about a that. fucked up I'm shit gonna, I'm not gonna lie bro hey, Shit if I get to the point Where I can't move It's scary Goodbye It's scary, bro.
1: It's scary. Like, it's a scary realization. There's a lot of things that we take for granted, and there's a lot of things that we don't think about, Mm -hmm. but we should be thinking about. People have it way harder than us, but people make their lives look way more happier than we are, or they are happier than we are. But we just, we're just so gravitated to wanting to be something forcefully instead of working on it Mm -hmm. that we start to hate ourselves for not, and impatience, yeah, too is a big like one. Yeah, like, for not getting to that level. Like, sometimes I wake up, I'm like, man, why the fuck am I not successful? Like, more successful. Patience, like, that's what it comes like down I, to. Like, I know I got it in me. Like, why the fuck am I not there yet? And I'm just kind of like, nah. If I'm Self- not, self-doubt, too. Yeah, I, I, I tell myself, too, like, if I'm not there, it's because I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like You're not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. Like, I'm not, I don't deserve it yet. Like, uh, what have I done? What have I actually done to deserve that? And then that's when I think, like, yeah, I got to go harder, like, this shit's not going to be overnight. So now I'm like, no, nah, I got to get my shit together. Like I said, man, people have it way harder than we do. Like, imagine not being able to hear. Imagine imagine not being able to see. Like, that's such a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how I was telling you that me and my lady been traveling. When I'm out there, that's like my key senses is like seeing and hearing. Mm-hmm so like the world's kind of like hard to visualize when you don't have
0: that no yeah for sure bro and it's like it's like what you said a second a decision that you make it can really change your life and i always keep that shit in mind right um like the motorcycle thing maybe if he said like i'm not gonna you know ride my motorcycle today he probably would have been fully you know the the accident would have happened but that shit is scary bro it's just like you can't also live paranoid of like damn what if um but yeah, motorcycles are a thing that I fucking respect, bro. And I like, I like them, but, bro, there's no fucking seatbelt. There's no, yeah. like, uh, you make a mistake, you're done. Or the person that's driving close to you makes a mistake, you're done. You could be driving perfectly fine, and then, boom, somebody can just be like, oh, fuck, I didn't see him, or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's scary. It's scary. And now that we're talking about that,
2: well, I don't know if you know, or I don't know if the you told them. The what? I, work, I work for Del Mundo, so, like, I'm out there, I'm a photographer, so I'm out there like shooting the scenes and the accidents, homicides. You see a lot of shit, huh? Yeah, and then uh, recently I talked to a lady when was it, I think Monday Mm -hmm. and she was about to cry because like she lost everything, like her house with her kids and then like, you know not her kids obviously, like they weren't in the house, but like luckily everyone's out and uh, she just needed help. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I can like Reach out, I at least help you, or put you on Facebook, or like mm-hmm. put you on the news. Is at least I can do, you know? Because right. I mean, it's, it's hard crazy. for a lot of people. No, to, yeah, uh, it's
0: it's it's all about like your life can change in a second. Like right? that's a crazy ass shit. Like crazy, bro. It, it it can for a good or for bad. It can go either way, you know. But
1: and and probably not even like it doesn't even have to be in a second, too, man. Your life could change in like a year. Like in a year, yeah. you you look back and you're like, damn, how did I get here? Like, while you're in that process, you don't notice it. But when you're, like, a year in and you look back, you're like, damn, I've came a long ways. And, like, I was talking to my buddy about the motorcycle because I want a motorcycle myself. And he was like, think about it, bro. In a car, you got doors. You got the front of the vehicle, the back of the vehicle to protect you. When you're on a motorcycle, you are the doors. You are the front of the vehicle. You
0: are the back of the vehicle. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to wait a little bit on that. I think if anything, bro, I would probably do, like, a little razor. The motherfucker's been going hard. That's <laughs> what I would do instead of, like, it's four wheels. It's like, you know, they're they're a little pricey up there, but I'd probably do that over a motorcycle. I'm going to be honest because I do like motorcycles, but just yeah, respect, bro. It's just, I've seen uh, – in Puerto Rico, I saw a lot of my friends just lose their lives just because of that, you know, miscalculation, going too fast. So – Nah, nah, not for yeah, me, bro.
1: It's all fractions, bro, like fractions of seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just impulsive decisions that drivers can make, too. Like a driver could switch lanes so quick, and you're going to be the consequence of
0: their decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, you're finding ways, bro, to level up. For right? sure. Finding so ways. One of the ways I'm trying to level up, I'm actually talking to
1: a designer right now, I'm mm-hmm. working on a t shirt. So I'm trying to drop this T-shirt for the beginning of the year. So from here till December, I'm actually going to give myself enough time. Like, cause we've been, we've been trying to like so trade So are you designs. working on a,
0: a brand or what are you? Yeah, I
1: already have my brand. So my brand is Disciples and my brand Disciples, I'm actually working on my first drop of uh, long sleeves mm-hmm. and I actually have some other stuff that I don't want to announce yet, but the long sleeves are actually being talked right now with designers and I actually emailed them before this. And we're trying to come to like a, I send designs and they're going to kind of send me like drafts already finished. Like, Hey, like, is this something right? Yeah. So I you prove it. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're doing. But I'm actually really excited because this past year, like I've been getting so much motivation, like by Leo, like my buddy Leo, shout out, Leo. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Leo. Like Leo was somebody that I told him, I, I was talking to him like a week ago. and I was like, man, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of kind of nervous about doing this. And then he was like, what are you nervous about? And then I was like, man, like, what if it's not what I want? He's like, you're not going to know if it's what you want if you don't do it. That's true. I was just like, damn, you're right. And he was like, and if it's not what you want, then make it something you want. Like keep fucking rebuilding designs until you get what you want. And I was like, damn, you're right. And then he was like, you got it. You just need to stop fucking but thinking see, about it that's so hard. The,
0: it goes back to the self-doubt, right? Yeah. I get those like every once in a while where it's like, am I going to make it? Am I going to fucking, you know, yeah. you know, like if you get that self-doubt and that's like the worst thing. At least a lot of people don't overcome it. At least I'll be like, nah, shut the fuck up, bro. I think I feel like that's just like the dark side of me is just talking shit. I'm yeah. like, shut the fuck up. Bro. I'm going to make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to do my shit. This is all I'm going to put my energy and time into and like, I'm going to do it um but we all get that bro we all get the same thing you told izzy exactly you know just dip your toes into shit do shit because that's how you're gonna get better that's how you're gonna master you're gonna find different styles and you know as long as you're having fun with it i think that's what you know like i said we're restructuring this whole podcast and shit so now we gotta see where we want to go what direction we want to take and shit and like i gotta do it i'm not gonna wait and be like oh let me behind the scenes not you know, and and see what I'm going to do or not even throw episodes out. So it's like, fuck it. Let's go in. Yeah,
1: and that's what Leo was telling me, too. He was like, he was like, one thing that's going to help you a lot is you just got to be so open to constructive constructive criticism. He was like, just be open to it. Like, don't close it off. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like, when you open your mind to constructive criticism, you're just going to get way better. You're just going to get more ideas from different places. And he was like, and maybe if it's not ideas that grasp your attention like you never know Mm -hmm. it might be something you might want to consider in the future and i was like yeah you're right so then i was like last week i was like nah fuck this and i don't know if you've been noticing but i've been collecting uh fitted hats and i've been collecting so many hats and i was like damn i'm gonna buy all these shirts for this much i was like damn that's kind of pricey and then i kind of told myself like man i've been buying hats for people that don't even know me like from people that don't know me and I'm, in, I'm putting money in their pockets like mm-hmm. and that's not off no hater shit but I was like I need to stop doing that and I need to invest in myself right so I'm like that money how many in- hats
0: do you have bro damn bro I have like 30 because every fucking time I see yeah. a man snap with the hat <laughs> yeah it's like they bro, hard they hard as I fuck it, bro. I didn't I didn't know they were that expensive because I mean I used to buy a lot of hats but I stopped um just because I now I got the hair popping and shit so um, I stopped, and I remember going to Lids and buying a fucking hat for $30, a fucking Nuera one. uh yeah. What's the other one? The snapback ones, and 30 35 was the most, but then I see these. These are hard. Yeah. Fucking, what, 100? Yeah, they, they could So race. what's so special about them? Man, so like a lot of them, it's really like color, like the
1: color wave and the hype. And, and the and designs the, and shit? The badge, too, like on the side. Like the badge has a lot to do with it, too, but... There's like certain color waves that people hype like really high. Like mm-hmm. there's like sandstorms, like the new era sandstorms. Let's go for like 120. I'm not paying 120. That's but wild. They go for 120. I'm like fuck
0: that. It didn't like. It's not like a fucking twenty dollar increase. It's talking about triple. Nah, yeah, hell yeah, triple the price. It's I like, mean the re,
1: like resale in general is getting crazy. out of hand. Yeah, bro. Like, like out, of out of fucking hand. hand. Yeah, and that's what I call myself too. Because with those 30 hats, I like started to do my numbers. And I was like, damn, in two months, I spent, like, close to 1500 on hats. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, this is bad. And then I told myself, that's I was like, having, huh? <laughs> yeah, and that's when I told myself, I was like, I'm going to buy a hat but sell a hat. Mm-hmm. So I've been having, like, I'll sell a hat, and what I make off of that buys my hat. But I'm like, nah, I just need to stop completely. Like, this is an addiction that I don't want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need to start working on myself and all the money I make. I just need to, like, dump that into myself. So that's what I've been trying to do too cuz I'm really I'm really big on wanting to like create my own brand because I'm I'm really into fashion. Like I mm-hmm. do love fashion, but I'm really
0: also into traveling and that's something I want to do. Like I want to Travel is my thing, bro. bro. Fuck. I've been preaching that shit for the longest now and I'm already planning next year's trips and shit. So talk to me about that, brother. How 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 does one hack a trip?
1: Um really you got to the thing that a lot of people mess up in when they go traveling what i notice is they spend so much money on the airbnb they're going to be at and i always ask myself why do you spend so much on the airbnb if really all you're going to do is
0: sleep and shower there that's that one's unlimited bro yeah that one and that one's unlimited this one's the one you got to worry about yeah and that's what i was telling them like i was like man why
1: do people spend so much money they're not even going to be there the whole time like If you go traveling somewhere, you want to be looking at the views, like, experiencing stuff around there, conversating with locals, interacting with locals. So when we went to Tulum, I told my girl, I was like, find the cheapest Airbnb you can find. And then she was like, hey, I found one for $25 a night. And then I was like, okay, like, what's the pros and cons? And she was like, well, it's little as hell. I was like, well, like, how little is it? She's like, the bed's like twin uh twin size i was like i was like you down to sleep on a twin size she was like yeah let's get it i was like we gonna be eating breakfast at the at the place she's like no i was like there's cheap spots that we eat breakfast at fuck that we don't have to cook there so we got like a little hotel that was like literally the size of this room and we made it work and it was 25 dollars a night but i mean we ate good we went to the beach and it wasn't bad i think like in a week i spent like 800 dollars that's good. And that was with
0: my airplane ticket. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: But my favorite trip so far that we've done is uh we went to Utah and it's Road trip? Yeah, we did a road trip. So we man, we took our dogs, bro, on a road trip. How was that? Oh my God. Like the first four hours, like Arizona, my our newest addition to the family, she's like she's a puppy and she like knows zero boundaries. It's like the whole time we're driving, she's trying to lick our ears and shit. I'm like, girl, you better get your ass back. <laughs> but it was it was cool. It wasn't a. It would was you do
0: it again? I would. So okay. Yeah, I it's think they
1: really learned how to be patient with each other. Cause where what,
2: what was that at? What we went to went? Utah. Oh Utah.
1: Yeah. So we got to Arizona first. We got to Arizona first because that's where my dad stays, mm-hmm. and uh, we found out that the place we were gonna go visit didn't allow dogs. So I told my dad like, "Hey, can we leave the dogs here?" He was like, "Yeah," because he has a big ranch. We left the dogs there and went to Utah. Utah is one of the most breathtaking places I've ever been to. I've seen, I've seen like,
0: as far as like uh, images and shit.
1: It's beautiful. Like I haven't even posted pictures from our trip because I told myself, I'm like, these do no justice. And honestly, I don't care what people see my trips about. Like that's a me thing. It has nothing to do with them. So when we went to Utah, when you get to uh, Zion National Park, you're driving to get there and it's already beautiful. Like you're already seeing beautiful scenery. And then you get to like the checkpoint where you buy your pass to go in mm-hmm. and there's like a tunnel. And then you go in through the tunnel, and the tunnel's like a mile, like a mile deep in the mountain. But it has like little windows. It has two windows in that mile. And you pass it, you're passing by in the first window, you're like, What the hell? Like that was beautiful. And then you pass through the second window like fast too, and you're like, damn. And then, like the exit, bro, it's like, what? Like, the way I describe it to people is like, I was like, damn, this is what an ant feels like when they're crawling around. Like, the mountains look like they're trying to hug you. Like, it was just
0: unreal type shit. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Like, Uh, for uh, uh, New Year's, I'm going to do a road trip to Colorado. Do it, bro. I'm fucking excited.
1: Do it, bro. I am excited. Do it. And then that's one thing you got to tell yourself, too. Like, no matter what comes to you on the road trip, like, just do it. So mm-hmm. when we took that road trip, uh, originally, we had our, um, we had bought, like, camping stuff. And we were like, cool, we're going to buy a camp. We're going to pay for a campground in Zion. And I look up online, and we're looking up through everything we could find. And they're like, everything is sold. So I'm like, dude, where are we going to stay And then my girl was like, shit, like, we don't, I don't want to stay at a hotel. I'm like, the hotels are probably booked too. So everything was booked. And I was like, man. So we found, um, I forgot what's the acronym that they use for it, but it's practically like back road camping. So there's like these abandoned roads that you just go through and you just set up camp, bro, in the middle of the woods. But it was the most beautiful thing because I really enjoy coffee in the mornings when I go camping. And we showed up to a little, like a little patch of grass and we're like, let's just set up right here. And we set up and we cooked some dinner for the night. And we're like, tomorrow morning, we're going to go camp. Uh, we're going to go hike uh, the Narrows. The Narrows is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. And it's it's extraordinary. And I recommend every single person to go. But if you go, take it as like a spiritual retreat, like leave your
0: phone alone like if you want to capture a photo capture it but don't do the whole nobody wants to see that shit on snapchat i not don't even, give a fuck yeah not even that like live <laughs> <That's> for your <laughs> like
1: live for yourself like you yeah, don't need nobody other wants to see that shit yeah you don't need another person to tell you like oh my gosh you're hiking or you living such S- a cool life seeking validation that's yeah what it comes like you don't to. have to do that but like <clears throat> i told myself i'm gonna wake up like at four in the morning five in the morning and i'm gonna set up my uh, coffee pot I woke up at 5 in the morning. It was pitch black, and I opened my tent, and I look up, and I could see every single star in the sky. Like, the Milky Way was right on top of me, and I just woke up. My girl I was like, babe, 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 wake up. She woke up. She was like, what? I was like, look at the sky. She was like, what the fuck? You could see everything. Like, shooting stars were just passing by. It was just the most beautiful thing ever. And we got up early, and we went to go to the Narrows, and as you go deep into Zion, it's just,
0: you see the most beautiful, like, rock formations, the most beautiful trees. Like, to me, it's wild, bro, that people don't fuck with traveling. It To me, it's just like. It's insane. I bro. just, like, man, this is the, 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 we got a planet here that has a lot of fucking beautiful places that, to me, is just so eye-opening and, like, such a humbling experience. And it's like, yeah. it stays in your memory forever. It's like, fuck. For like,
1: sure. And I I tell people, too, like, so me, my lady, she really got into hiking once we got together. She was already kind of into it on her own. But I kind of grew up in the wilderness. Like, my dad's a lumberjack, and Mm -hmm. we always did jobs that were, like, renovations close to the woods, like, where it was cabins. So I was always kind of around it, and I always had a love for it. But when I got with my girl, we started doing a lot of hiking. and Even the hiking we did here in Oklahoma, I told her I was like... How do you feel right now when we're in the woods? She was like, peaceful. I was like, but what do you feel? Like, what do you feel? She was like, I'm happy, peaceful. I was like, do you realize you don't care what's on Instagram right now? Do you notice you don't care what's on TikTok right now? You don't care about what your friends are doing. You're just literally walking through the woods, appreciating every little thing here. I was like, this is what home feels like. Because when we're at home... We're on our phones, looking at shit that has nothing to do with us, that isn't gonna serve us no good. And I was like, humans belong in the wilderness. Like we don't belong in houses. We're too modern. Yeah, We're too, like we don't too much commodities. and Yeah, shit. we don't belong there. Like that's not where that's not where we belong. Like re- think about it. It's the most depressing thing ever. Like I'm gonna live in a house for the whole my whole life, and I'm just gonna
0: die. No, nah, not that. You're going to live in a house and you're going to work in a system that's like training you to, to play fucking, a role, to to do every uh, repetitive shit all the way until you're 65 so you can retire and get a goddamn check to survive. Yeah. You know? And it's like. It sucks, man.
1: It's yeah. just the thought of it is like so sad. Like, even when we were out there, I was telling my girls like some people died and never saw Zion National Park. They never or got, saw a beach. They like, never, they never saw the beach. They never seen the rock formations we seen. They never, we like. So when you travel through the Narrows, it's like considered one of the harder hikes because you're literally knee deep in water, like for like five miles. Fuck. Yeah, so we're literally walking in the water the whole time, and they they actually broke into my lady's car uh, here in Oklahoma, and we had our GoPro in there, but we had like some of the most beautiful footage that it hurt so much. Like, when it got stolen, because there was times we were literally, like... Why n- leave
0: equipment in the car? Model. I know, man. That's rule number one. Rule number one. Rule number two is when you travel and you have footage, if you can fucking back it up. Yeah. That's one. You have to learn that. Like I, 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 I broke yeah.
1: both of those. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there was, there was like, some footage that we had where we were, like, chest high in water. And it was such a beautiful feeling because we're hiking through this place and you're with other people from around the country, around the world. And they're doing this hike, too. And there's, there's, there's spots where you can't reach, so you need help, like somebody to help you up. And I remember I was going through the hike, and some guy from, like, Australia helped me out. Like, he was like, you need a hand? and I was like, yeah. And he helped me up. Once he helped me up, I helped my girl up. But it was just the most beautiful thing ever because you're walking through literally like a small canyon, and it's just a river flowing in the middle. And and it's wild. just it's like the oh, most that
0: shit wild bro i'm so excited bro cuz it's like man it's on my list and that's why i had to level up when it came to money cuz it's like if i want to enjoy traveling and fucking doing things and i i got to level up so to me it's just i get to when i travel i get to obviously disconnect but yeah. I also get to do like the travel vlog shit, which makes me better as like a filmmaker, as a creative, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I get to get the drones, I get to get the GoPro, I get to, you know, just kinda put a together story for this. So this road trip, I'm planning to do some, you know, a story behind it. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, but I'm mapping it out where it's like, let's make this road trip a little movie. I'm excited for that shit.
1: That and if you're gonna if you're really if you're really wanting to travel next year, I really recommend you to just grab a tent and grab a tent and like just when wherever destination you go to, go to like a grocery store, fill up a little cooler with food and just cook all your food over over a little um, campfire. Like just do that because really like we went to Utah and we just spent the most money like with
0: fuel. That was it. We're camping. I'm going to have to plan a trip with you, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and really, like. I t- <laughs> you can teach me and shit because,
1: fuck. <laughs> I tell people, too, like, one of the most, like, beautiful places you can start off with traveling is Arizona. So, like, if you go to Arizona, like, let's say in May. May is, like, a beautiful time to go because it's starting to get warm in Arizona. But Arizona is, like, the center of everything. Like, Colorado's right there. Utah's right there, the Grand Canyon's right there, Lake Powell's right there, Sedona's right there. Sedona's like one of the most beautiful places you'll go to as well. Like they have the most beautiful rivers, they have red rocks, like beautiful formations. They have arcs. I don't know if you know what arcs are, mm-hmm. but it's like big rock bridges. Oh yeah. That's like formed naturally. But like it's in the middle of everything. Everything is so accessible. And literally all you need is a tent, make a campfire, cook some food. Bring your blanket, your dog, whatever, and you're good. Like, you don't need to go to an Airbnb and spend hundreds of dollars on an Airbnb. Just pick the right time to go. And if it's going to be a cold night, take an
0: extra blanket. Like, you'll be all right. That's big. I think that's... uh, Because as I'm going to Colorado... Save money. Yeah. (laughs) As I'm going to Colorado, I'm looking at these Airbnbs, bro, and they're like 500 a night. And I get it, right? We're going to uh, New Year's. But I'm like, why the fuck the Airbnb? Like, why am I looking at this... Like, it's cool. Like, it's going to be cold and shit, but I want to also go out and explore. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't need to be looking at these expensive-ass cabins. Like, let me just get some simple shit because I want to go skiing and just see the mountains and all this crazy adventure. So, it's like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I got to. Yeah, you
1: don't. I mean, really, like, if you're going to go with a group of friends and your plans to get fucked up, then, I mean, I guess. Like, but, bro, like, that's what I was telling one of the guys at the shop. I was like, when you get drunk with people, like, what do you gain out of it? I've been drunk hundreds of times. I don't remember none of them. The times I do remember is like when I'm with really close friends, like with Leo, Ruben, and like my homie Joaquin and Chewy. That's like really the only time that I remember. But even then, I still have blank spots in between those nights. But when I go, I could tell you every little detail that I went through in Utah, like every single little detail. But when when I was in Utah, it's like one of those situations where like, You're looking at the wildlife. You're looking at the sounds. The way I see is God is writing a song for you that nobody else will hear. Like the birds chirping, those birds will never chirp in that pattern ever again for anybody else because that's how significant life is. The bushes will move a certain way. The trees will move a certain way. The water is going to feel a certain temperature. Like God is literally writing you a song like this is for you, like cherish it. You're seeing these formations and you're like, how do people not believe in God? Mm -hmm. Like this, this is, this is bigger than science. This is, this is huge. And I'm just living in it. I'm living in a vessel that's not even mine. This body's not mine. My spirit is mine. Belongs to God too. But at the end of the day, you're going to die. They're just going to bury you or cremate you. So like, why not go travel? Why not go Mm -hmm. camp? But Why go get drunk? Why go get fucked up?
0: You're not gonna cherish that shit. Yeah, you're you know harming your body. You're, yeah, you're right, bro. I, I I feel that. Like it's just you're wasting it. Mentality, I think, what it, what what comes up. You know, yeah.
1: Like me and my lady, we're trying to buy, we're trying to buy a van in the future and just live the van life. and That's literally all we really want to do. Just live a van life. I mean, I'm not somebody that cares about money. The only reason I would want money is just to help my family out, and of course, do traveling like overseas that you do need money for. But I don't, I don't want to like I don't, I don't feed for it. Like I don't go crazy for it because I know when I'm in the wilderness, that shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I know it doesn't
0: take a lot of money to be in the wilderness. I do see v- been seeing those videos of people that are, like live that van life, and shit. Um, it sounds dope. because dope. They can go around the states and like they'll park in this beautiful place and like oh here's and they work they work from from their computer yeah like okay i'll get in the van do this little thing for two hours and then go and explore do this do that and that's that looks so peaceful bro like well that's what you gotta like you gotta think
1: about it bro like your van is like like back in the day people had horses or they had wagons or they walked on foot and they were like nomads They followed, like, their food. So, like, if the buffalo went this way, fuck it, tomorrow we're going to go sleep over there. And then the next day we're going to sleep from there. So people are just migrating. That's really what the van is. You're just following wherever you want to go. But your home, you can't move your home and be like, come on. Because your home is not a home. Like, an actual house is not your home. Like, that's not it. Your home is your spirit. Your home is your body. Your home is your mind. Where do you want to take that? Where do, What do you want to experience? Another place that's the most beautiful place, too. So we were leaving Utah. And uh, right there in Arizona, like at the border, there's this place called Antelope Canyon. Went to Antelope Canyon. And it's crazy, bro, because you got to buy a, a tour ticket from the Navajo Nation. It's like 60 bucks an individual. It sounds pricey, but when you're in that canyon, it's worth every single dollar. So when you're walking to this canyon, it's literally flat. It just looks flat. And then you reach like this little entrance and it's like a crack in the earth. But at the entrance, they have a stair that goes 100 feet down. So you're climbing the stair where you're going down these stairs 100 feet down. But when you're in there, it's the most breathtaking place. The walls that the wind and the water created over time created these Beautiful, smooth walls, bro. Like, the most beautiful. Crazy how that shit works. Beautiful, like, like most beautiful thing ever. And when you're in there, you literally feel a spiritual cleanse. Like, you feel, like, relieved. But when you come back out, you're just like, damn. I only got to live that for a little bit. What's my excuse for not living that all the time? Like, I'm literally about to go home and go back back to the same same
0: bullshit. Damn, bro, it's crazy. like... You're telling me all this shit. I'm like, damn, bro. We've been programmed to the wrong things. It's like fucking the wild.
1: You, so this is the thing I was telling the guys. I'll, I'm like, I always try to like, I pick something and then I think about it. And then once I feel like I solved it, I'm like, no, nah, I didn't solve this shit. There's more to it. And then I just keep digging and digging and digging and digging until I'm like, damn, this shit's getting kind of fucking sad and depressing. So you got to think about it. In the beginning of man. There was no currency. There was only hunters and gatherers. You guys played a role in society. You would accomplish these things. Some people in that group were smarter than others. Some people were stronger than others. So there was a separation of power in there. And what I feel is like with time, evil lurked and power comes, evil comes with power. People just want that power over others. People created a currency to create a social status within each other. So they were like, there's the poor and there's the rich. So back then, there was hunters and gatherers. They started trading with each other. Once they started trading with each other, they're like, this this isn't enough. Let's start bringing something else in. So they started bringing currency. How much does a dollar really cost? We don't know.
0: We put the value in it. We
1: put the value on it. But that shit doesn't cost nothing. I could burn a fucking $100 bill right now. And if society was like, burn all the fucking money, let's help each other. Then we'd all help help each other. But society sees me burn that $100, and they're like, this motherfucker's ungrateful. Like, that $100 could do so much. And that's just how we're programmed. So that's what I was telling the guys. Like, if money was a real thing, the richest man on earth, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, they have enough money to give every single person in the world a million dollars right now if they wanted to. But that doesn't get them anywhere. Because if you give a lot of these people that are not intellectually structured, they'll spend that money because they don't have the financial literacy literacy to manage that money. And they'll end up back to where they were at. So they know money's not everything. So what are they doing now? They're buying land. Land is real. Because if they, them, the richest people in the world, Mm -hmm. they could say, I'm going to buy the world right now. But they don't buy the world because you can't buy the world because a dollar can't compare to the world. Nobody is going to agree to like, yeah, you could have the fucking world give us trillions. No, because the world is real and money. We put the value to it, but the earth already has its value. So that's what I was telling people. I'm like food and land is what really holds a value. Hunger is real. Hunger is real. Having 10 bucks in my pocket is not real. Hunger is real. There's people that are hungry right now. That's real. And that's what they're doing, bro. Jeff Bezos is one of the biggest farmers in the United States and the world because he knows if he can control the food source, he can control people. When you train a dog, you train a dog with a treat. So they're going to train us with treats. Fucks. <laughs>
0: that's wild. Yeah, it's
1: true. And that's what I tell people
0: there's there's things that are too there there's things that are bigger than us, if anything, buy land and start fucking farming, yeah, cultivating for yourself
1: that's that's what we were talking about me and Steve I was telling Steve all was like, who's to say that the life we live is normal because a uh, scissorhand son he like cultivates gardens in his backyard. I think his kids were all born naturally like in a pool like it's the most beautiful thing ever and i was telling Steve, like i think that's the way we're supposed to be living we don't have to be living this way i think we're supposed to be growing our own crops like cooking our own food hunting from scratch shit. hunting are like not worried about what we wear
0: i think that's the way we're Bro, supposed that's to be wild cuz it, it's i think about all this shit it's just like there's certain people that don't have they're close-minded so I, i'm going to target to buy something and i'm just walking through the aisles and i'm like bro it's crazy how we have all these commodities but we have to pay a price for it right so for example we got all the food right in a shelf where we just pick with that whatever the fuck we want but that comes with the price cuz at the end of the day it's all about money and capitalism right so i can pick this these bags of doritos but i'm sacrificing shit that can damage me uh like the chemicals that are in it and like a lot of foods there that I can just pick out and just hand them the money that's the price I pay for that is like this shit is gonna fuck me up yeah. my health instead of me doing like what we're supposed to do, which is hunt you know and grow you our do own it, crops grow our own stuff, do it the healthy way, not worry about like even pesticides on the vegetables and all these chemicals and all this bullshit that they put so it 's like we sacrifice that. Because of the commodity, because of like it's easy, just go to the supermarket and get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it, it's definitely like just wild to think about. Just wrap your head around like how life has changed and like what we think is normal. It's actually it's not not you know no, it's not. It's wild. Uh, yeah.
1: We, it's not because you you got to think about it too. Like we live to impress others. That's literally all we're doing. We're just living to impress others. We all want to be viewed a certain way. We all want to feel that power, that social status, that we're doing okay. But for what? That's not for us. That's why, like, when I'm traveling, when I'm like hiking, I don't care about anybody. As selfish as that sounds, I don't care about anybody. Because at the end of the day, the casket's gonna look the same for every single individual. Mm -hmm. We're all gonna die. That's the that's we we're born to die. That's Mm -hmm. literally it. Yeah. Like as soon as we're born, our, our clock is ticking. Time's against us. And the only thing that's promised in life is you're going to die. Mm-hmm. How do you want to die? Do you want to die impressing others? Or do you want to die living a life that you're going to be satisfied when you die? You're going to be like, I lived a good ass life. I yeah. lived a good ass life with the person that loves me. I'm doing the shit that I love to do. I got to see the world. That's a beautiful ass. That's a beautiful ass
0: life. I'm ready to go. It's wild because like people I've. You you seen it? People just choose to have a fucked up life, and you choose it. Mm -hmm. You know, you choose to be with the person you really like, don't like. You know, and like you're there with them because you you're you're accustomed to them, right? You choose the shitty job that you hate every fucking day and shit. It's because you want to make that decision, but there's other people that like are having they're traveling, right? Because they choose it. You know, they are with the love of their life. They, you know, and it's like. It's all decisions, and we, in, we are in control of that shit, man. I think yeah. that's, like, it's wild to me. It's like, damn. Like, it took me a minute to kind of be like, we have only one life. We're going to be young once. Yeah. Time is ticking. That shit is something you can't get back. It's time. Money comes and go. Time, sure. you got to fucking, like, it's the last time we're going to be young, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, bro, do the shit you want. Yeah. Ask the girl out you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask her out. Be like, hey, shawty, I like you. I've been watching you and shit. Like, you know, go to that place you wanted to go. Like, it's just, it's it's simple, man. We just make it so complicated, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think that's one thing I'm really grateful for is that I found somebody that doesn't. So, like, when we go traveling, like, my lady's not trying to, we're not trying to, like, buy the most expensive food when we go to a place. So she's not trying to eat five-star restaurants. She'll be like, hey, let's just go to the grocery store and cook some shit. Of course, if we're in, like, a place that's cheap, like, Tulum, then we'll get some breakfast. Mm -hmm. But, like, Utah, we're, like, we cooked every night. We cooked every morning. We packed snacks. That was it. And we didn't spend that much money. But you got to be careful who you pick as your partner because some people pick partners that they want to go eat at five-star restaurants. They want to go pay hundreds for an experience. (laughs) Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. really, you just got to be careful with that because... In Arizona there's people that like live off like they're li- they live in their van but they have their kayak on the top of their van and shit. People will go pay hundreds to go do a tour on a kayak, but I'm like, bro, the kayak itself costs 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Like go buy the kayak and go live that experience on your own. Mm-hmm. You can go whenever you want, just you yeah, take that shit with you. But like so many people they save money and they just want to blow that shit. Like there's some people that I know Make like a thousand dollars and they're like, Oh, I'm good to go. I got a thousand in my account. Let's go on a trip. And when we come back from that trip, we're gonna save another thousand dollars. I'm like, fuck no. Fuck that shit. I'm gonna save as much money as I can. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's crazy, bro. And like even like last episode, um, when we talked about, you know, we talked about, you know, relationships and shit, and like, um, it seemed like you you got it, bro. You got it with your girl, you know what I'm saying? Now y'all been what?
1: We've been together for, it's a year and six months. We're year going and seven months. months. Yeah. And I could tell you it's one of, it's probably, so I was telling my lady, I was like, look, this might not, you might not have seen it like this, but from the moment I was born to when I was like 18, 20 years old, I wasn't living. I'm literally like preparing myself. But in those years you're prepping, but you don't know what you're prepping for. So when I became twenty, twenty-one years old, I saw life for what it really was. I'm like, damn, the shit that I got prepped for it, since the moment I was born to now really makes no fucking sense. The only shit that I soaked in was like my manners and how to speak to people. But I didn't know how to like choose my partner. I didn't know how to like love properly. Like I probably learned how to hate more than I learned how to love. So like. I told my girl, I was like, I barely started living my life. So now that I've been with you for a year and six months, you practic- I kind of practically feel like I've been with you for a long-ass time because I got with you when I started living. And she was like, damn, like, I didn't see it like that. I'm like, I could have dated, like, a girl in high school and shit or whatever, but that shit don't matter. But I think one of the things that really helped me and my girl is we communicate, and I tell her, like, even if you disagree with me, All I ask is that you respect, like, respect what I'm saying. And if I disagree with you, I'm going to respect what you're saying. And even if I think you're over-exaggerating or, let's say, blowing things out of proportion, I respect that because I hope one day when I feel like I'm, like, being too much, that you could respect that too. You know what I mean? It's just respecting each other's points because, really, you're not going to find somebody perfect. It's impossible.
2: Mm -hmm. Everybody has flaws.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was going to get to. Like, you're not going to find somebody perfect. Why? Because you're not perfect. And a lot of people get so caught up in trying to find the one. They don't develop themselves to becoming the one. You got to become the one before you start looking for the one. And even when you find the one, you got to continue working on yourself as well as,
0: as well as working on your relationship. It's a constant, like you're working on yourself and you're also working on the relationship. And that's like, and you're going to find a lot about yourself in a relationship. Like with my lady, bro, we like moved in immediately. And I and don't, then for the most part, that's a red flag. And I say it in this like yeah. that can fuck up your relationship doing that. But hey, it, it can work out yes. in your case. It did work out.
1: Yeah, we didn't go through and it. We didn't. And I'm through. glad it did. Yeah. Thank God I, we didn't go through a dating phase. Like it was literally like, hey, you trying to move in? Fuck it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it went. And I don't
2: regret it. Wow, that's and what I don't
0: you're, you I don't, Yeah. What, what you scared though. No, like, hell no. The crazy thing is, bro, it's like, it's it's that, I get it, bro. Like, it's that stage where you're like, what would we call it? The honeymoon phase and yeah. shit, where you want to see them every fucking day. So you're probably like, fuck it, just move in and shit. <laughs> but the, the thing is, too, like, I kind
1: of told myself, like, there's no right way to do this. There's not. There's no right way to do this. And if shit goes sideways, I'm going to learn. Fuck it. And exactly. if, I, if I fucking fall on my ass, fuck it. I'm going to have to get up. But it's been good. But I tell people, like, people all the time are like, man, I love, man, your relationship looks so badass. I'm like, look, we battle. Like, we I battle. That. I know that. We fight. Like, we fight. We argue. We disagree with each other a lot of times. And it's the same shit I tell my girl. Like, I know I'm way more wrong than I am right because I'm a human. There's no way that I'm right more than I'm wrong. And I told her, like, that's something that's helping me in this relationship. And that's one thing that's helping us is because she sees it the same way. We're not always right. We communicate. If something bothers us, we talk about it. Because I had the bad habit of, I know a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this. I was somebody that if something bothered me, I'd just stay quiet. I'd just shut down. Not good. Not good at all. Mm -hmm. It's not good at all. Because um, I was reading an article... And the problem with that is that eventually you toxic puke. That's what it's called. So let's say something bothers me Monday. So I'm, you're talking about it bothers you that maybe
0: your girl did. A disagreement. Something, yeah. yeah.
1: So let's say it bothers me and I don't say shit. And for the rest of the day, I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. She's like, you okay? I'm all right. Whatever. And then Wednesday comes and she, let's say she does something again that bothers me. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to say shit. And then Friday comes, I'm like, man. Uh, and then Saturday comes, and I'm like, you know what? Monday you did this shit, and you had me fucked up Monday. You did this shit on Wednesday, and you had me fucked up this day. Friday you had me pissed off. Like, hell no, That's we're not funny. doing that shit. It makes it worse. And then she's gonna, she's going to ask you, if you felt
0: this way, why didn't you say it the day that it bothered you? And I'm like... Because maybe you know, I didn't notice it, and I could have changed it if you told me right then and there. I'm yeah. Like, oh, shit, wait, I'm doing this? Oh, my bad.
1: Let me- and you don't lose nothing. Like, you don't lose nothing. So that's something I really worked on, and that's something I told Alex. I was like, Alex, because she told me, she was like, you need to start speaking up when something bothers you. And I'm like, eh... Hey i'll work on it and she's
0: like no like i'm serious It's weird bro because you're quick to to fucking joke and be (laughs) loud about that you used to tell me bro you fat (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you couldn't just like be like hey this bothers me yeah um so what what do you think what was like why would you hold stuff back like what it's just the way i was taught and really like a lot
1: of the things we do we don't realize it but we're really learning all that shit from our parents so, like, my mom and my dad, they were like that. Like, when they would argue with each other, if something bothered them, they would just, just shut down. So, like, later on in life, I learned, like, shit, if I'm mad about something, I'm not going to let them get the best of me. That's how I seen it. But you're so programmed to thinking like, that's they're getting the best of me. Fuck that. Like, no, you got to let them know. So, I grew up like that. And that's, just, that's something I tell Alex now. I'm like, look, Alex, I'm trying to work on that. But you got to think about it. The, the, the silent treatment or just staying quiet or whatever, that's something I learned. It's going to take, it's going to take me a while to change that habit. Just have a little bit of patience with me. And she's like, look, David, if you want to be quiet, that's fine. But tell me how long are you going to be quiet? I was like, I could do that. She's like, if you're pissed and you need 30 minutes to process shit, tell me, hey, I need 30 minutes. If you're pissed and you say, hey, I need an hour, tell me you need an hour. If you need a day to think about shit, tell me. She's like, because I don't want to go that night. I don't want to go to sleep at night figuring out why you were pissed, but you knew why you were pissed, and I'm over here trying to figure out what I did throughout the whole day to piss you off. I'm like, damn, that's true. That's valid. That's true. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I can respect that and I appreciate you. And that's one thing too in a relationship. We need to learn to appreciate each other. We need to tell each other like, "Hey, I appreciate you. You're speaking my love my love language. Thank you." And that's one thing me and Alex do. We go we go on breakfast uh dates like Sunday mornings. We'll eat and right when we're done eating and we're like calm, we're settled, I'm like, "Hey, how like how do you feel?" I feel good. Is how do you feel about our relationship? Um, I feel good." I was like, "Is there anything you want me to work on?" Well, you know, You should like work on this A little bit more I could dig that And I'll tell her like You know You've been doing this too I could dig that Cool Communication Accommodate to each other
0: Clarity And that's what
1: it is bro And a lot of people are Like people can't solve something They don't know I can't like If you're in a relationship With somebody They can't read your mind bro Right And you can't read theirs Yeah The only thing that stands Between y'all Is both of y'all's mouthpieces Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that's going to help that shit out. Communication. So you just got to talk to each other. And that's something I really, really learned with Alex. Like, I've always had good communication skills with people. But in relationships, I never did. And I realized it was just something that... And it's not like I was an asshole. It's just it was kind of one of those things where, like, if I had enough, I had enough. I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. But with Alex, I really loved her. And I was like, I can't just say, fuck this. So I learned how to communicate. And it's... It's been one of the craziest experiences in my life because literally, like, from one day to the other, my life changed completely. Like, I was literally living alone, and then the next day, Alex moves in, and I have two dogs.
2: <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, like you said you learn patience. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. yeah, that's crazy, bro. It's, um, it's crazy, bro. And I it, that all you said is like, bro, right on the fucking dot. Because like, I'm right now, like, I went through a breakup for a year. And now I started dating. Now, you know, I'm dating this one person I like a lot. And I'm like, fuck, I want to be the best version I can be. I want to, you know, learn and develop this relationship, this healthy relationship and shit. Because I'm to the point where it's like, if you want to grow with me, if you want to learn, if you want to travel and you want to have a healthy relationship and you, you show that. Then let's do it. Let's go all in. Yeah. Shit, I ain't playing around type shit. Like I want to build an empire with somebody that's, that wants to do it, you know? And I'm in that phase where it's like, it's overwhelming because like, damn, I haven't gone out in a day for in a year type shit. So now I got to like evaluate myself and see where can I keep leveling up? Where can I better my communication skills? And, you know, how can you keep the spark? Cause I know at a certain point, the spark might dim down a little bit. So I got to make sure what can I do to keep it going the fire? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause y'all had the honeymoon phase. Right. And then y'all passed to that next level where it's like, how can we keep like each other connected? How no, can we, sure. you know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm at. Like, I'm like, okay, I really like this person. You know, I like this chick. I like her. I like the vibes, the energy when we hang out and stuff. So it's like, now I got to, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: and like really, like I have a I have a buddy of mine that's going through a breakup, and I was telling him like, why do you guys think like it failed between you And then he was like, honestly, it failed because of me. And I was like, why? He was like, you know, I was I was entertaining some shit I should not be entertaining. I was like, okay, so now that you see the problem, what are you gonna do now? He was like, well. I'm going to fix that so Shorty could see that I'm growing. <clears throat> I'm like, you're already, you're already making a mistake. He was like, what do you mean? I was like, why are you trying to fix something for the Shorty? Fix it for yourself. Exactly. Fix that shit for yourself. I was like, if you're fixing it for her, you're going to fall back into the same shit. He was like, damn.
0: You have to work on yourself. Work on yourself. You have to love yourself. That's another you one. You got to
1: become the one. And you got to understand too, bro, like... This is going to come off. Some people might not agree with this, but looks are so superficial, bro. Like, I know I'm not the most handsome individual in the world, but I know my personality is unique. Like, I know that's something I could work on. My appearance is not something I could work on. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go bald. I'm going to get wrinkly. I'm going to age. But my personality, that's what I can work on. And if I'm going to get with somebody else, their personality was going to last permanently. True. Like, your companion's looks, they're only going to last so For long. For so long, yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I think my lady's going to, I tell her all the time, like, I feel bad if we have boys. She's like, why? I'm like, because they're going to have the hot mom. Like, their friends are going to be like, hey, let's go over to so-and-so's mm-hmm. house. This mom's, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to feel bad. But that's what I tell people, like, chase personalities too. Like, learn to love each other communicate with each other when you're with her turn your phone off you know that's one thing i i catch myself sometimes doing with alex like we could be getting lunch or something and we're like on our phones and i'm like oh hell no like fuck this. this yeah yeah fuck this shit like this is not gonna happen so i pull my phone away sometimes like on sunday sometimes i leave my phone at home or i leave it in the car and mm-hmm. i don't even look at it all day because time is time is something that's not promised like You don't know when it's going to end and you don't want your last thought to be like, damn, I had dinner and I was on my phone the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, too. Like, me and Alex, we'll do like little shit. We'll go on walks. We'll take the dogs to the park. We'll paint. We'll talk to each other. She says that some of the best time she has with me is when we're, it's like two in the morning and we're just talking to each other. like from 12 to two in the morning, we'll just like be talking to each other about crazy shit about life. We had a full conversation yesterday about bread. I was like, who the fuck? Came up with bread. She was like, I don't know. I was like, literally, somebody was like, I'm gonna cut this plant, let it dry up, I'm gonna process it, add water and add other fucking ingredients from earth, and I'm gonna make bread. And we just sat there and talked about bread for like an hour.
0: Interesting. It's, yeah. But you only can do it with so many, with certain people. With like certain people. That.
1: Yeah. And there's only, that's the thing that I tell people that's gonna make you fall in love with somebody, somebody that picks your brain properly. But when you find somebody that picks your brain properly, they start to know you so much. And you're also starting to pick the person that's gonna learn how to piss you off the fastest, too. Mm. And that's the thing I tell my girl. I was like, I love you, but you're the only person that can get me mad instantly. And she knows it. And I know I'm the person that can get her mad instantly. But that's when respect comes into the picture. If I push those buttons, I'm not respecting you because I know what gets you mad. Mm. I know what triggers you. I know what crossing the boundary is. So, communication, that's where it comes to. Hey, I don't like when people do this. Like, I don't like when you do this. And if it's something that's like, shit, I can't change that, then
0: they're not the one. Yeah.
1: But if you're like, this is something I could work on, then work on it.
0: Interesting. That's true. Yeah. What about you, bro? What, what you been me? up to? I've been seeing you I'm lately with posting my, with Willow little my ex, to be That's your ex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. And, but we we yep.
2: like like he he was saying like you know I like I've I've known her for a, a long while now and um we had a break and she was like doing her thing you know I was doing my thing and after that she was like I want another shot you know and I was like okay well we already know what I expect you know I told her straight up and I was like well if you want to really do this. Like, Let's give it a shot. Just, like, we take our, uh, no, some more time, like for ourselves, and like get to know each other a little bit more. Was it like a
0: long break? Y'all took a lot, like uh, like. Long...
2: Yeah, it was like it was like eight months. Oh yeah, that's a plenty of work. time
0: to reflect and like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you guys get back, it's like y'all starting kind of like from zero and shit. You yeah. know. So. Okay. And then she
2: realized that you know the 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 guy she was with before like. He wasn't sure so like and sometimes they got to go through that shit you know yeah. I, 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 don't,
0: I mean they got to go through it you know it's like it's
2: like uh one of her friends uh, at a party that she invited me to so like they always come back yeah cuz yeah. they know what's you know the worth of them mm-hmm. being was like well that one person actually cared but the little things you know
1: yeah
0: for it's sure The
2: little things you know so
1: that's that's
2: crazy because
1: my buddy that i told you he was going through a breakup He was like, man, if I get back with her, I'm going to treat her so different and shit. I was like, bro, when you get back with her, let me give you some advice. Start over. Take her on dates. Don't have sex as the main thing in your head. Like, we're going to go on a date and I'm going to fuck tonight. Don't do that. That shit will fuck it up. Because then you're going to expect that every single time you go on a date. Mm -hmm. Nah, bro. Get to know each other. Take her on a walk. Go fucking eat a fucking sandwich together at the park. Mm Do little things like that That's gonna help you guys Actually get to learn each other Because Once you guys get to learn each other The intimacy comes more Intense Your intimacy is more pure Because you're starting to get to know somebody Because when you're sleeping around with people It's it's easy to get naked for somebody And do that shit But it's not easy to open up to somebody And let people Enter the depths of
0: you Yeah it's so different bro And like On someone hunting shit Like when I went through The phase of fuck boy After I broke up I was like Fuck this shit I'm just gonna go You know Slam me some little Slimmies and shit You just feel empty And then like Just cause When you are used to You know Having relationships With someone you love And shit To now With some Random bitch you met You know what I'm saying Like It's like damn It's not the same It's yeah. just not You know and i rather just connect and like that just to me is worth more than just yeah. fucking random bitches. Really. And real talk.
1: And that's what I was telling him. I was like, you just got to start all over. I was like, because let's say you hold around and you sleep with so many girls at the end of the night when you're driving home or she's leaving your spot or whatever. You don't care about them. Bye. Yeah. You don't Type care like, about them. And Really, the satisfaction is not even there. You're not like an hour later, like, hell yeah, I hit. No,
2: you're kind of like, yeah, fuck I it. mean, you're I feel like you feel sad, like, because I mean, you're
0: real talk real,
2: yeah. uh, on reality, you're just so alone again, yeah, you're alone, you're back your to where you're you were
0: at. You, you, you don't even want to cuddle with them, nah, yeah. for real, like, <laughs> bro, bro, on some 100, <laughs> shit, bro, like, <laughs> like, when I went through that breakup, I was like, fuck it, so I just went on my fuck boy phase, and I wasn't going too crazy, but like, every once in a while, I'd be like, all right, let me go out. Meet a chick, smash. As soon as I'm busting, bro, like I'm like, I'm right, out. Let me hit, let me order that Uber real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm like, damn, that, that, this ain't it. You it know ain't what i This ain't it. You know, it's just like some people find thrill and they like that shit, but for me, they I'm find good. they find
1: thrill, bro, but you gotta really like this is some of the shit that I dig deep into. That shit's an addiction, bro. Cheating is an addiction. Like, that shit's literally an addiction. Being a hoe is an addiction. Like, you don't the people that live that,
0: they don't see it at the moment, but it's what it is. Uh, well, it it is an addiction, but for, for people like me and you and Marco, you know, maybe, it's more of like, we have goals and ambitions that, yeah. I don't want to put my time into chasing no. and, and getting that fucking, you know, trying to smash or whatever. It's just like, I got, my time is devoted into different shit, but there's yeah. people that, their whole entire life is, wait for the weekend, let me go and, you know, buy these chicks drinks, let me, you know, take them and smash them and then do this shit again the next yeah. weekend with a different chick. And to it, it, so them, it's body count at that point. Like, yeah. how, how high can I get my body count? Because
1: I was talking to my buddy and I told him, because he was like, yeah, the relationship fell because of me. I was entertaining and shit, doing dumb shit. The girl finally had enough and she wanted to split her way. She left. And he felt bad. I said, bro, you feel bad right now and you feel sad. Imagine all the nights that she went to sleep knowing that you're fucking around. Imagine how she felt when she figured out that you were with other people. You didn't care at that point. I was like, and that's not cool, bro. That's not respectful. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's sister. That's somebody's granddaughter. What if that was your sister? What is what if that was your daughter? What if that was your mom? Like you're you're doing some fucked up ass shit, bro. I was like, and really, if she's the one, you're really sacrificing a permanent for temporaries. Temporaries that ain't even worth it.
0: Like, they're not. You're sacrificing a, your your mansion, your paid-off mansion to stay in a hotel.
1: Yeah, and it's like. For it's, one night. It's not. That's, that's not the move, bro. And I that's, think, that's yeah. like, that's one of the things I tell my my lady. I'm like. It's crazy because like sometimes we go to grocery stores and we'll go to any like any place and we'll go our separate ways for a little bit. You know, I'll go look at the men's section or whatever. And I like catch myself doing dumb shit. Like sometimes I'll like I'll be like walking around my aisle and I'm coming back towards the women's section to find her, and I'm like, damn, this shorty's bad. And then she'll turn around and I'm like, oh shit, it's my girl. (laughs) Like, it's just little shit like that. I'm like, oh damn, like sometimes I'm just like fucking zoning out, and then I see her and I'm like, this is if I still feel like that, that she's the most beautiful person or she's like so attractive. It's because I've dug deep into knowing her and her appearance just gravitates me like being used to somebody.
0: Your energy just gravitates to them. And your connection is so strong that you can go out and there might be a girl that's like, let me hit on on this guy. Yeah. And. She can be like, oh, where you from and this and that. And you're not going to entertain that shit because you, your connection is so strong that you're like. Yeah.
1: Like my girl, she I'll, goes on. I'm going to shut
0: it down real quick.
1: Yeah. My girl, she goes on her like girls trips. She'll go on girls nights and shit. And I don't care. I'm like, fuck you. Go have fun with your friends.
0: You know what you're doing.
1: But be careful with your friends, too. Find out who you hanging out with. You know that's what I mean? What
2: I, that's what I tell her, too.
1: Yeah, you gotta... That's f- important. No, nah, hell yeah, you gotta... And that's something your girl got to see too. You gotta be... You gotta be I I wouldn't say man enough, but as a companion, you gotta tell them, like, be careful with your friends. Are they somebody you wanna trade shoes with? Are they somebody you wanna take advice from? If they're not, then what are you doing? And I tell them, like... I tell my girl, like, check in with me, and her friends probably get mad, and they're like, man, why does he wanna know where you're at, or why does he want you to check in? And I'm like... I just want to know that she's fine. I want to know if she doesn't answer the phone to say something happened to her. I know where to go. Look, like
0: that's it. That's that we are like that. bro. Because I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about the worst case scenario.
1: Yeah, I'm like that. And worst I tell, case
0: scenario always.
1: And that's what I tell my girl. I'm like, Alex, like I put the worst. I put the worst scenarios in my head and they fuck with me. So if you don't check with me, you're going to make me fucking go crazy at yeah. home. Like yeah. I need to fucking know because your safety comes number 1 to me. Fuck your friends. I don't give a fuck about them. I'm worried about you. Like I want to make sure you're at home. And I was like, and honestly, if you're at if you're out at the club and let's say a guy buys you a drink, don't like don't don't gravitate to that shit because a lot of these dudes the only goal in on their mind is to fucking to hit. Like know that when you're out, it's a bunch of lost souls. You're coming home to somebody. They're not like and us as a as a couple, like we gotta respect each other. Like when I'm out and about, I gotta text you like, "Hey, I'm at the club. I'm this and that. Hey, I'm about to go home like in 20 minutes." Because let's say I say I go home in 20 minutes, and now an we're in. I'm not answering no calls. Something probably happened to me, bro. It's just a respecting of communication. Real talk. Yeah, bro. And that's what I tell people. That's what I tell her. Like you just gotta be careful who you hang out with. Be careful how drunk you get. If somebody gives you and your friends like, "Hey, I bought y'all some shots." Be careful, cause some of these motherfuckers be doing some sideways ass shit.
0: It's yeah, that that scenario is scary. Yeah, even mm-hmm.
1: if they're trying to hit on your friend, and you're just you're just there, and you're getting one of the shots, you
0: don't know. That's true. Yeah, it's a learning process. All this shit, bro, is fucking crazy. <laughs> it is a learning process. Hell yeah! But it looks like we we're all figuring it out, you know, as we go. A hundred percent. It's crazy. And yeah. a
1: relationships a, a relationships a twenty four seven job, bro. It's full time. Like you're not even when you're sleeping you're going to be thinking about it yeah like it's it's constant work the ton, the day where you're finally like man this is easy it's, that's where you fucked up like you got to constantly be trying to figure out your partner like my mm-hmm. girl she knows me better than my mom now like she knows mm-hmm. me just as much as some of my closest friends and it's it's hard for me to like say somebody's a close friend cuz really I don't really have friends i have brothers like those are my brothers mm-hmm. And it's like, for you to know me just as much as they do, that's a lot. You know what I mean? But it's really all communication, full-time job, and always be considerate, too. Tell yourself, like, if she, if she were to do this, I wouldn't like it.
0: So why why am I doing this? So yeah. how's that? Good-ass good shit, bro. Good-ass <laughs> shit. Um, we've been here for an hour and 23 uh, the limit for this is always an hour, but we passed that good ass <laughs> fucking info. Anything else guys before we close this motherfucker out? Um, Really? I'm just, I'm grateful once again to be on here.
1: I, I'm really big on conversations. I love having
0: conversations yeah, with people. This shit was dope. Like I got to have you more often in this bitch. Cause,
1: and I think like even cutting hair, I tell people like really what I live for is conversations. Cause I'm going to meet some really great people in life. I'm gonna have some really great conversations We might touch topics that I'm gonna be able. Let's say you might have information that me and you are talking about, but the next person next to me needs information you gave me. Like that's just wisdom to pass on. So it's always really I'm always really grateful having conversations with people and getting to know others, getting to pick people's brains, probably open their mind to a different point of view, and also getting a different point of view in my perspective as well. And really, we're just all figuring life out. We're all kids having kids,
0: and we're all kids trying to become adults. But what's an adult? Mm. That's true, bro. Good ass shit, man. We definitely got to do this again because I we, I feel like we can keep we can keep going. But I don't want to edit a long ass podcast, no. You're so. fine, bro. <laughs> Marco. You got anything else, brother? No,
2: I just wanted to tell you I cut here too.
0: Oh, you cut here yeah. too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Boy, we we out here, bro. That's the thing. We out here, man. <laughs> uh, we re-signed the lease. And, bro, we've been so busy because Marco got the Telemundo shit going on. And then on the weekends, yeah. he does cuts. And now, like, I got the Verizon thing, but I'm also working with my buddy doing flooring and shit. Okay. So we've been fucking ham Grindin. going busy. Like, we, like, barely have time for the content. Like, I got off of an eight-hour shift today and, like, got home, shower, came here. Same with Marco and shit. So we've been fucking, you know what I'm saying? So sacrifice you got to do, discipline, and... For sure. are here, bro. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, it's all going to be worth it too. Exactly. I mean, as long as you're tunnel visioned in and you're grinding and you have discipline and you're dedicated to it, you you can get anything accomplished. And that's something I'm learning right now because I've always told myself like I'm somebody that has great ideas, but I'm always like you do motherfucker, I'm still waiting for that podcast. I know, bro. That's what it like <laughs> that's one thing too. I'm so like I'm so ready to like just Get to know people like, bro, I've met some badass people
0: in the past year. You got the You got the connection just with the barbershop itself, bro. Like, bro, I've met your guest list has got to be insane. Oh, bro. Come on. I know fucking
1: millionaires. I know fucking war veterans. I know people that travel. I know all types of shit, bro. And it's just it's insane, bro. Just having one good conversation with a client a day really makes my day. I'm like, cool. But if it's a conversation of fucking rap and sports and shit, I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Man, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about day. that shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Oh, uh, that shit, wild,
0: but Yeah, LeBron James, don't give a fuck about me. I don't yeah. give a fuck about him. Man, appreciate you, dog, for coming out. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 84 in the books. Peace. Peace.